everyone. This is Paige and welcome back to the So Rude Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day and today I'm excited to be releasing another episode, but I'll be flying solo today. I've been having a lot of amazing guests on the So Rude Podcast and I hope you've been enjoying all of the information that they have to share. Today I wanted to talk about a topic that hits really close to home and that is moving. So whether this is your first time moving out, maybe you're looking for a new place in a new space, I really wanted to just take a couple moments and share some advice that I've picked up along the way in moving because I too recently just moved into my own apartment. So I wanted to start off by saying that there's a couple of different topics. The first topic is around apartment searching. In a way, this episode piggybacks off of an earlier episode where I talked about budgeting. So if you didn't already listen to that episode, I linked it down below in the show notes. Make sure you pause this episode and go take a listen to that. I think it'd be really helpful, especially whenever I talk about budgets and you'll have an idea of kind of what I'm talking about. So great, you've listened to that episode. You have an idea of what your finances look like and what your budget has shown you that you can afford. Now we can move into some other things. In your budget, you are able to identify how much you can spend. Now that you know how much you can spend, you need to decide where do you want to move? Are you looking to stay in the same state, maybe the same county or city? Are you moving across state lines? Did you get a job in a completely new area and now you're trying to look for a living situation nowhere near where you currently are? All of those things impact where you are going to be living. Do you want to live in a house? Do you want to live in an apartment or a townhome? There's different costs associated with all of them. So some of this kind of starts with you brainstorming a bit and identifying what is it that you are looking for. Now that you've decided what you're looking for, you can actually start hunting. You need to kind of start off with a couple of things identified when you do so. And I'd say these are your top three or however many non-negotiable items. And what do I mean by that? As you start to look, whether it's apartments, townhomes, or houses, I'm going to use the word apartments just because it relates the most to me, you are going to start searching at these different offerings, and it's going to get hard to identify which ones speak the most to you. This is where your non-negotiable items come in. You need to create a list of what are the top three things that you are looking for. The way you then eliminate options later on is by focusing on the non-negotiables. So some non-negotiables that I had include wanting a washer dryer in my unit. I wanted my own bedroom and my own bathroom when I was looking for a roommate. I wanted a guaranteed parking spot. These are things that no matter how great the apartment was, if it didn't have these non-negotiables, there was a very strong chance I wasn't going to live there. So you've picked your non-negotiables, and these are the things that are important to you. The things that I mentioned may not resonate with you, and that's okay. You want your space to be reflective of what you're looking for, to feel comfortable when you get home at the end of the day. After you make your non-negotiable list, you then need to make your wish list. So these are things that you would like your space to have, but they are not going to eliminate them in the event that they don't have them. They're just kind of a perk as you start to weigh one against the other. Things like that include having a dishwasher in the kitchen. Maybe you want a balcony or a patio. You want your apartment complex to have a gym or a pool that's free for you to use based off your rent. These things are your wish list. Just because an apartment doesn't have a pool, it doesn't mean you're not going to live there because maybe it hits all three non-negotiables that you said are your most important items that your space needs to have. Sometimes the most important item is the budget. 
Now that should always be what you're going by. You need to know what you want to spend and what you cannot spend more than because you are going to get swayed oftentimes by the nicer options because they may be closer to the end or beyond your budget amount, but it doesn't matter how nice they are. If it doesn't fit in your budget, you cannot live there. Okay, great. I'm glad we're clear on that. Now that you've made these items of what you're looking for, you're now actually going to start looking. I encourage you to track your progress. As you begin searching for apartments, they are going to blend into each other. You are not going to remember what one had or what the other had. You're going to confuse those niceties based off of how many you looked at that day. So my recommendation is one, to tour your space, but two, write down everything as soon as you're done touring. What do you remember? What did it have? What did it not have? What did you like? What did you not like? Do you need to walk through the kitchen to get to the bathroom? Is your bedroom right next to the hot water heater or the HVAC unit, meaning you're going to hear it every time it turns on? Whatever it is that you noticed, you need to write those things down. I also recommend taking pictures. I think that's going to be really helpful when you go back later on to kind of narrow down your list because having pictures and having these notes are going to bring back to mind all of the things that you noticed. And you're going to want to make sure you know if I'm comparing this option to this option, it's not apples to apples. Maybe it's apples to oranges. And why is that so? So document what you're looking at. Next, keep a spreadsheet. So as I was touring things and I was identifying what's important, I wanted to have less than a 15-minute drive to work. I wanted to have a guaranteed parking space. These are all things that I wanted to know off the bat if this space is going to offer it. So I created a spreadsheet and as I was touring and I noticed things, I added to that spreadsheet. I also had a notes list. These are things that I'm looking for. Did the unit have a ceiling fan in the bedroom? Keep a note of that. So as you tour, you're updating your spreadsheet over and over and over again. My next big recommendation is if you're touring, a lot of places are going to be slick and they're going to say, hey, we have a model unit. Why don't you come tour this model unit? Here's some things you need to keep in mind when you're touring a model unit. One, it is furnished to show you this ideal living situation. So that means the furniture chosen is because it works well in the space. Where it's placed is because it's going to make it look the biggest. It's going to be a unit that gets a lot of light. It's going to be a unit that is so far away from the garbage and the dumpsters, you're not going to smell trash, right? So there's so many things that went into mind picking a model unit that may not be reflective of the unit that you ultimately rent. So if possible, make sure you tour the actual unit you would be signing for. It doesn't mean you have to tour day one. Tour the model, that's fine. Maybe you were a walk-in, maybe you were a last-minute appointment. See what they have to offer and hear the spiel. If later on you decide, hey, this is the apartment complex I want to rent with, make sure you go in and say, I want to tour the unit that's being offered to me. Which one are you offering me? I want to see it. I want to see all of the things included because then you're going to have a really clear idea of what exactly it is you would be renting. I've worked in property management. I know, I know those tips and tricks. Make sure you see the actual space. It's a lot harder for me because that means that's a lot more coordinating, but it's much more important for you, the renter. Next, I want you to think about where in the building do you want to be located? Are you someone that is constantly shopping and do you really want to carry your purchases three flights of steps and down four different hallways to get to your unit? Maybe not. Now, for me, I lived in what was a garden style apartment. That means my door exited to the 
outside, not just into a hallway. And I wanted to be on the second floor because I didn't want to be on the first floor, then it's easy access to the unit. So there's a little bit more security that comes with living on an upper level. Two, I wanted to be an end unit. I only wanted to have neighbors on one side. That means I'm not getting sound from two different directions. And another reason I wanted the end unit is because there's typically more windows on an end unit because it's facing the outside. So just think about that. Do you want to climb a lot of stairs? Do you want to be close to the elevator? Do you want to be close to the dumpster? What do you want to be close to? What do you not want to be close to? Those are all things that you want to think about. Also, that all impacts your rent price. Correct. So if you want an end unit, guarantee that's more expensive. You want to be not on the first floor, that's more expensive too. So just think about those things as you're looking for your wish list and your requirements. Next, I encourage you play with your move-in date. If you're living at home or you're living in a space that you're flexible with when you can move, keep that in mind. That's your power. So if they're pushing you into a date at an apartment complex, no, one, you don't need to move then. There's going to be more apartments available later. And two, sometimes you can play with when you move in because specials may be in your benefit to do so. For example, you want to move in June, just like everyone else. Well, you're going to pay a premium for that. You want to move in January when nobody's moving? You are probably going to lock in a lower rent price. You're going to maybe even lock in a free month's rent or some type of $200 off your first month's rent, some type of special. So keep that in mind when you're looking. You know, maybe you can even move and extend your lease. Maybe you can be comfortable with a 16-month lease instead of a 12-month lease. If they're putting you in a longer lease than a year, just know, girl, negotiate that lower rent price. You don't need to be paying top dollar if they know they have an additional four months of income. These are things you need to keep in mind. So those are all the things I recommend you do pre-move-in during your search. Next, we're going to talk about the actual moving process. My first recommendation is make sure you plan out your space. Do you need to furnish a bedroom, a living room, the kitchen? Make a list of all the items you already own. It doesn't matter if you eventually want to upgrade them or that you know they're not in the best of quality. You can always make that choice later. You just want to know what you have. You need to get started. Next, make a second list. What are you missing that you know you're going to need? Is there specific furniture? Is it your bedroom furniture? Is it your living room furniture? Is it your kitchen or your bathroom? And then once you know what your essentials are, you can start picking some stuff up. Now, if you're moving to a new area, maybe it's a new city or a new state, you're moving across state lines, then yeah, maybe it might be easier to just pick stuff up once you get there. But remember, A lot of times it all comes down to cost and convenience. It's going to be expensive to move items to a new space very far. But if it's closer, maybe you can use multiple cars or multiple trips, right? So just keep this in mind when you start making a list of all the things that you're going to need. Next, as you start packing up your current space, box your items by room. Trust me, don't question. When you are packing a box, make sure, is it all bedroom stuff? Is it all living room stuff? Is it all bathroom stuff? But when you start to unpack, it is going to be a heck of a lot easier to unpack with the boxes needed for that room already in the room it's going to be in. And this includes writing down on the box, bedroom, and then when someone's unpacking, put the bedroom box in the bedroom for you. Just makes life a heck of a lot easier. Trust me on this one. 
I also encourage you make a day of list. These are the items you're going to need to pack the day of moving and can be the items that you need day one. So what's on this day of list? Things like this include your toothbrush or your bathroom items. Maybe it's technology items like cables and chargers. Make sure you have some food items that are going to be refrigerated. You're not having them sit around for the week leading up to your move. You're going to pull them the day of. Next, you want things that you need as soon as you get into your new space. Things like this include toilet paper and soap. So if you've just driven four hours, you can use the bathroom. Maybe you need some cleaning supplies and some paper towels. The space should be cleaned before you move in. Sometimes it's not always cleaned well, and you're going to want to wipe down things that you are going to then be putting your clean items in. Maybe you want to change a clothes and a shower curtain so you can actually take a shower that very first day after you get done moving because you didn't walk in the house till 8 p.m. and you are exhausted and you want to sleep, but do you really want to sleep in your clean sheets after a day of being all sweaty, moving things all around? So these are all some tips that you can do while you're getting ready and you're in that moving process. My next round of tips have to do with after you move. So your first trip of moving is going to be a bunch of stuff that you're bringing with you. You need to pick up right away. Honestly, no matter how much you plan, it can be disorganized. So remember that list we had talked about making before of all the things that you have and all the things that you need. This is where that list, you're going to pull it back out. What did you have to buy before you moved? What did you buy when you first moved? There are still items on that list. Maybe that's things like laundry detergents. You can wash your clothes. You might not need that day one, but you're certainly going to need that by the end of the week. Or groceries. Those are things that you're going to have to pick up once you actually get situated in your space. Other things you can wait. As time goes by over the coming weeks and the coming months, you can try and spread out some of those expenses. So Maybe you start off with those extra cups and plates that your mom had sitting around and they don't match and half of them were broken anyway, so you only really get three or four of each item. Okay, well, for the first couple weeks, that works. Then once you get some paychecks under your belt, you can go buy a new set of plates or go buy a new set of silverware. So some things you're going to need day one, other things you can wait on. The benefit to waiting and bringing those old items first is that it gets expensive to move. Now, if you've moved before, you know, I don't care what you think you have with you, you always end up needing things. So it's expensive to get the necessities and it's even more expensive just to upgrade. So by starting with what you have, you've at least pushed off some of those costs. Then you don't have to also spend all that money at one time. It also gives you the option to really look for what you want. Instead of saying, I need a couch and being forced to pay top dollar on a pattern you don't even want. You can just bring your old couch and then maybe three months later, there's a holiday sale and you're able to pick up the couch you really want at a discount. Now you've pushed out that price and that cost a couple of months to save up and you've gotten what you wanted and you got a deal on it. And even if you don't get a deal on it, at least you got what you wanted and you're not afraid with the price because you've prepared for it. This is why bringing what you already have, if feasible, is really worthwhile. You can wait for sales and you can really pick what you want. Another tip I have with post-moving is to make sure your finances are locked and loaded. I started this episode by saying, if you haven't listened to my budget episode, I strongly encourage that you do. If you still haven't listened to the budget episode, I still encourage that you do because I have a lot of great tips in there about how to make the most out of your budget. I don't care what your income is. You can still get financially prepared. 
Now, once you've gotten moved in, you're going to be having a lot of new bills. These are things like your utilities, your rent, additional fees that come with living at your space. So what I like to do is I buy like a dollar store calendar and I attach it to the refrigerator and I write down when all of the bills are due. Now I can write my personal bills as well, but I especially write the apartment living bills. When is rent due? When is water due? When is gas due? When is electric due? When is cable due? Right? These are all bills you know you're going to have to pay. And so by knowing when they are, you can plan. So maybe you were getting ready to buy that new couch, but you saw, you know what? The reason I had extra money this week is because rent is due next week. So I don't want to buy a couch and try to pay for rent in the same week. That's not smart. So just having those bills in front of you each and every day helps you one, plan, but two, the last thing you wanna do is not pay your bills on time. That's gonna negatively impact your credit. A lot of times credit and your monthly income impact the places you can stay to begin with. So in no way would you ever wanna hurt yourself when the time comes to want to move. Now, with everything that I just said, it really just comes down to this. The most important thing when it comes to moving is making a plan. This will really help you eliminate stress. Moving in its own right is so stressful and not having a plan and not having your lists prepared is just going to make everything super stressful in the moment. So do what you can, plan, organize, shop for deals. You want to make sure that all the logistics are figured out. Are you renting a truck? Are you renting a moving company? Do they know the day? Do you know the time? What time can you actually move into your apartment? Because fun fact, I rented a moving truck thinking that it was going to take them an hour and a half to load up a half of a one bedroom. And it took them 35 minutes. And then I had to pay the moving company an extra hour and a half because I had to wait for the leasing office to open to get my keys. So maybe you want to pick your keys up the day before, or maybe you want to move the moving company to the afternoon. So that way you know the leasing office is open. So these are those logistics that I'm talking about. You want to make sure you are locked and loaded and you have your plan. But ultimately, I just want to say moving is supposed to be for you. Maybe it's because of a job. Maybe it's because your situation didn't work out. But you want to make it the best spot for you. You want to come home at the end of the day and feel comfortable and relaxed in your space. And there are things that you can do to help you get there. Maybe it's lighting a candle. Maybe if you like to take baths to relax when you're searching, you got to make sure that your place comes with a tub. So just keep in mind that moving is supposed to be for you. You want to feel relaxed in your space. And make it something enjoyable. Plan to order pizza from a new spot once you're established or bring some friends over and have them bring some beverages, alcoholic or not, depending on whatever you choose. Turn on some music, light that candle and just enjoy yourself. It's your first day in your new space and you want to enjoy it. So I hope that some of my tips helped. I think moving is super stressful, but if you follow the things that I shared with you, I found them to be really helpful. If you have any moving tips that you have found to make the process easier, please make sure you write in and let me know. I'd love to learn what they are. And as always, I hope you guys like and subscribe to the show. Let me know if you enjoyed it, but ultimately have a great day. Thanks so much. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.